Want to have safe kinky sex? Make sure you make your way over to AdamEve.com. Adam and Eve has over 12 million satisfied customers worldwide. Everything from the newest vibrators to classic movies. When you're on AdamEve.com, make sure to enter in the promo code HUSH50. That's H-U-S-H-5-0 to get 50% off almost any one item and free shipping. Do I need to say that again? Free shipping. Make sure you have your kinky safe sex needs satisfied by visiting AdamEve.com. Welcome to Hush, the podcast guaranteed to give you a load of fun. And with that being said, let's slide into the episode. Hello everybody, welcome to volume 65 of Hush. My name is Kim on the podcast That's a Load of Fun, where we focus on sex, dating, relationships, and all things kept on the Hush. I'm very excited today. I actually have the creators of the app called Foreplay, and if you don't mind introducing yourselves today for the audience, please. Hey, my name is Danielle. I'm Julie. Uh, we're the co-founders of Foreplay. And um, we are the official double dating app where singles team up with other single friends and match with other single teams, and they go on double dates. Very awesome. Um, I was going to say, what makes it unique from other dating apps? But you did mention that it's basically a teamwork. Um, Can you explain a little bit more about how that works when people are going through the app setup? Yeah, sure. So the way that Foreplay works is um, a user will download Foreplay from either the iOS or Google Play Store. They create their account by answering questions about themselves, such as their age, where they live, questions about things that they may be interested in, if they have children, if they have pets, um, if they want children, etc. And then after that, they team up with someone that they know in real life. So they send a team request to their friend or their single cousin or a coworker. And these users can, these singles, can team up with as many different people as they would like. And as a team, the two create a shared profile and then they scroll through foreplay looking at other teams of two and decide on their own if they're interested in going out in group. That is very awesome. What I actually did on my end was I began creating a profile so I could get a feel for the app myself. Um, I was in the process where I sent Chris, my co-host and boyfriend, the the request so that we could take a look at it together. I'm going to be honest Mm -hmm. with you, I don't think he's approved just yet, but I can see everything on my end with my profile set up. I thought the questions were pretty cute. Uh, It's like (laughs) such a... (laughs) It's like such a... Mm-hmm. I think what you'll see, like, because you set it up with Chris, is that there is an option for couples as well. So, although we intentionally, like, we, we initially had the intention of foreplay being for single people like us who are seeking um, other single people, 
we also, when we decided, like, when we were building the app, we said, you know what, let's make an option for couples to go out with couples. Let's make an option for people who are not cis to team up with other people who are not cis and possibly be in other, um, maybe maybe go out for, like, queer relationships or any anything that that might encompass. And so we decided that that would be a good option. Like, why limit, why limit the app to just single? So I think... You know, going through the process with Chris, you'll see that you can sign up as a couple and you can look at other couples that are on there too. I can't wait to actually explore that part of the app. So I'm still waiting, like I said, for his request, but it was very user-friendly. It was a quick setup, a real breeze. I loved how the questions were worded. It was just so uh, laid back, but but to the point. So, you, you know, like about smoking or about about kids, I really loved the setup. Thank you. We had a lot of fun making it, honestly, because, you know, Danielle and I both are on dating apps, so um, we were trying to, we were, we're catering to ourselves, right, because we are people that use the dating apps, and we wanted it to be fun for people to make their account, because a lot of times, it's a lot of pressure to find the right words and come off a certain way, so we, we had a lot of fun making the questions and wording it the way that we did to make it a little bit, you know, less pressure. <laughs> And, you know, more is just straightforward, totally. Like, our brand is us. <laughs> we are we are not, um, like, nothing is, um, like, formal about it. It is, like, we are asking the questions ourselves. I do have a question that I didn't um, think about earlier until now. What, uh, how did you create the name Foreplay? I mean, it's a play off of words itself, but what made you put it together the way that it's written? We love, <laughs> we love the name Foreplay. I mean, I got to be honest with you. I was so on the fence about starting this company, period. But when that name came to be, I was like, done. I'm interested. I'm in. This is going to be successful with a name like Foreplay. And it was actually Julie's brother who thought of the name. Um, you know, we were trying to come up with names. My dad was trying to come up with names. Everything was, of course, really stupid and <laughs> coming from a dad. Um, and then Julie's brother came up with foreplay. How did he even think of that? So he actually recently told me the story behind that, which is actually very funny. He was on his way into a, like, religious prayer service. And right <laughs> and on, like, his walk over, he was, like, brainstorming names. And, like, as he's about to, like, walk into a house of worship, he's like, Oh, foreplay. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> what inspired you to create foreplay? That's a loaded question. Yeah, so many things. <laughs> um, you know, dating is really, really tough. Um, dating sucks. Uh, dating sucks. Um, it, it didn't always, I don't think. Um, I think that before our generation, you know, we're, we're millennials, um, and I think that before us, there probably was a much better way to date. It probably was more fun, and people probably had more natural chemistry on dates um, because they weren't meeting on apps. So, you know, they were, like, meeting either through a friend who thought that they would have something in common or they had something in common by virtue of the fact that they met in a common space, either, like, on a subway or, like, on a, in their neighborhood at a bar. Like, they sparked up conversation and they had chemistry, and so those romantic one-on-one -on -one dates were romantic because there was already chemistry um and i think that for us you know being part of this generation and having only experienced dating apps um it's not fun like that um every first date that i go on 
there's not chemistry um, because, you know, there is nothing really in common. We've kind of agreed to go out just based on pictures alone. Um, and we felt, Julie and I felt that there has to be a way where singles can get together and they can have like a natural chemistry and there can be a, a date-like experience without the expectations of a romantic one-on-one date. Yeah, it goes back to what I was saying before about, you know, when we were creating the questions for the dating app because there's all this pressure to make your dating profile a certain way. And what I found is that I feel like people really misrepresent themselves on the dating apps. And then when I meet them in real life for the one-on-one date, I usually feel a sense of disappointment because I feel like they really aren't how they portrayed themselves or who they said they were which is why foreplay is so awesome because you, you're teaming up with your friend who knows you. So they're going to hold you accountable and be like, dude, that's not what you look like or that's not, how you, that's not what you normally do. That's not your personality. So it creates a, an opportunity that people have to be more authentic and more honest about who they are. That's very awesome. I totally agree with that. One of the stories that I don't really share, um, I mean, if it's brought up, I'll, I'll mention it freely but chris and i actually met off of myspace so really? i totally agree yeah oh you're, you're an original you're an original myspacer aren't you tell us the yes. story wait isn't chris the guy oh no that's tom tom, tom is the guy Everyone's tom mm-hmm. i would usually just put him as my top friend so nobody would fight <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i was so how did, when was this when you guys met what year was it this was back in 2009. I was a freshman. No, I was a sophomore at the University of Arizona. And in between classes and working, it wasn't easy to go out and meet somebody. And then the same thing as well, going to a club at that age usually just meant one thing, you know, so you weren't really going to find a relationship from that type of setting. Um, So I... I had actually had my profile set up where, you know, you come onto the profile, it has like a little theme song playing, and and I had a picture <laughs> of my tattoo at the time. I have one tattoo, and it says Faith and Loyalty, and it's on my back, so you couldn't see my face in the picture because I wanted my tattoo to show. I was a cool 19-year-old in, in college, you know, so I was like, this is <laughs> the picture. Um, so he was actually, the funny story is, he was actually looking for a beer pong partner for a kickback, and he wanted to search for a girl to bring over, and um, I thought it was kind of weird at first, but after chatting on MySpace for about two weeks, I decided to give him my number so we can actually meet in between some of my classes at the time. And so I was a little nervous about that. So I would always meet in public at that time. Like, I didn't care who it was. Um, Just safety regulations in my own mind. Like, I was 19 in college, you know, and I felt like I had so much potential. So I was like, I'm not going to have this ruined by some weird encounter. So I had him meet me on campus just to be safe. He was who he said he was, and it uh, took off from there, but he was actually, so he was actually not able to make it during the official time that I said, so I had like 45 minutes in between one class, because college, sometimes your schedule can get a little backed up, so he actually lived on the other side of town in our city, and he made the drive all the way to the campus, and when he told me he was there, 
Um, I actually didn't have any time and I was like, I'm going to go to class. I can meet you afterwards. So he actually waited on the campus until I was done and I had wow. given him my number. And so he texted me, you know, and, and I texted him um, when I was out of class. And I honestly just ended up giving him like a tour of my campus and talking and getting to know him. And that's, it's very rare. I feel like it's very rare that yeah. things like that happen. Because I had met other people before off of MySpace. It didn't go that smooth, you know? Right. He saw the campus. He was like, oh, this girl from U of A, she's definitely going to be a good beer pong partner. <laughs> right. <laughs> you probably yeah, thought rare. that. I mean, like, you hear so many stories like that, except for that they don't end in the person being in a 10-year relationship. Right. Exactly. And there was one point where, like, I forgot what he said. Oh, he was also looking to get a tattoo. And um, that same day that we met, it was like, would you like to go with me to the parlor? And I was like, I just met you. I'm not getting in your car. <laughs> like you always, I yeah, told him, too, but, I was I like, mean, you could kidnap me and take me to Mexico. And we joke about that to this day <laughs> now. <laughs> but, I mean, it's so valid. I mean, I give you a lot of credit because as a 19-year-old girl, like, I certainly didn't have the insight and smarts to say, like, no to that. I wouldn't, you know, yep. you're not thinking clearly. And I think that even at this age, even, at this, even age, at this age, I sometimes, like, don't, maybe not have the smarts, but, like, maybe don't have the balls to, like, to, to actually say no. To say no. So I give you a ton of credit. And when, um, when we were, before we created Foreplay, when I was, um, in graduate school in suburban New Jersey and would be going out with strangers in the suburbs, Danielle would always tell me, like, share your location with me and, like, let me know when you got home. And I found it, like, it, I found it very unsettling to be meeting strange men in the suburbs because it's, I mean, we joke, but the truth is, is that every year there are hundreds of murders and thousands of rapes and abductions that happen from people meeting online. Um, and that was another big reason why we felt like foreplay was needed because it's, it's, the buddy system is inherent in the app. Like you can't go anywhere without your friend. So it's a safer way to meet. I do love that. Um, one of the things that actually kind of intrigued me was your role in healthcare. I wanted to know how that plays into the importance of the app when you're promoting safe dating. When the app first was conceived, like that wasn't a top priority or I don't want to say it wasn't a top priority but it wasn't even a thought it wasn't it wasn't something that we had considered at that point um we were thinking more about making dating more fun for single people um but then you know as we were growing and as we were getting more and putting more time into it and getting more invested Julie had said to me like so you know how would you feel if foreplay grew and you couldn't be a nurse anymore. Like, would you want to do foreplay full time? And I didn't. I was like, no, I don't want to do foreplay full time because it didn't feel like it would be fulfilling. Like, I felt like I wanted to become, I became a nurse because I wanted to be in a caring profession. And I know Julie did the same in becoming a PA. Like, there was, there was something in us that wanted us to, to, to take care of other people and to take care of, like, our society. Um, and so we were thinking, like, how can we get our our dream and our expertise as healthcare professionals into foreplay so that we can feel more invested in foreplay, personally invested. And, you know, one of those things is, you know, that we're both trained in primary care. And, um, like, one of the tenets of primary healthcare is 
practicing prevention and making sure that you know patients wear seatbelts when they're in the car and that they wear helmets when they're on their bikes and that they have access to condoms stuff like that and you know another thing is making sure that your patients are going about doing their lifestyle things in a safe way and dating is one of those things and so you know incorporating safety into four plays mission started to then feel like we really started to get our groove and we felt like okay now we feel like we're actually doing something for public health and we're making dating more fun that's very awesome it's like combining two passions into one were your friends and family supportive of the idea of launching foreplay yeah so um this is julie so my family was like insistent (laughs) and my 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 brother really because when so how how foreplay came to be is that danielle and i actually created a shared dating profile and wrote on it to for people to swipe right if they had an awesome friend and wanted to go out with danielle and her awesome friend um so we got an amazing response to our shared profile. I mean, we had more more people show interest in the first week than either of us probably had on our individual profiles in the past month. Um, and guys were saying things like we were changing the dating game and that this should be an app. And, you know, I was taking screenshots and sending it to my family being like, how hilarious is this? And my brother said, you know, you guys need to make this an app because if you don't, someone else will. And, like, you know, all these responses that you're getting, are, it's, it's validating that this would be a successful app so but I like thought that was a joke yeah like, I, was, I was like okay yeah that's hilarious like let's make it an app like okay um no you didn't even find it hilarious you were like um leave me alone stop, stop yeah. chatting me you were like, like stop texting me like this is ridiculous like I'm not interested right now and then one morning I was like no Danielle like, this is actually happening like we're actually going to be a company like I'm filing for us to be an LLC and, <laughs> and here we go and she was like uh, like uh, okay Julie like you I can't handle your family it's just too much and then I was like I was like Ian has it it's gonna be called foreplay and Danielle was like I'm in <laughs> also once my family once my family learned it was foreplay my family got involved like like once I told my dad that the name was gonna be foreplay my dad was like full throttle like you guys have to do this that's an amazing name I wish I honestly wish we could have recorded the moment we told Danielle's parents that we were calling it foreplay because it was Probably the funniest <laughs> moment in our creation. We called we called her parents, we put the phone on speakerphone, and Danielle was like, Dad, Mom, um, we are going to make this an app. We are going to incorporate as we're gonna become an LLC and her dad's like, What are you girls gonna call? Are you gonna call it uh you gonna call it a double date? <laughs> and, she, and Danielle was like, Actually we're gonna call it foreplay and he was like, Oh <laughs> And from that point moving forward Anytime there's like a good idea in the company, we always say like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I love that." So, so our, we're very fortunate because our families have been super supportive. Um, and what's actually really interesting also is that Danielle's dad and my dad both are our physicians um, and put zero pressure on us to go into healthcare. It's just organically like where we felt a drive and passion. And it's really incredible that both of our dads are totally supportive of us deviating away from that a little bit and going into a completely different industry mm-hmm. I love that actually it sounds like you have the positive foundation you have a good support system um, I wanted to get down to now you have this idea of an app and everybody's on board with it what challenges did you face when you initially launched the app 
one, I think one of the biggest challenges was um, navigating a relationship that was now going to be professional. And, and, you know, even though we have a foundation of being best friends. Yeah, we should tell them how we met. Oh, we met? <laughs> not, not, unfortunately, not on MySpace. And not on MySpace. But at school in 2010. 2010, yeah. yeah. 2010, um, in college, um, Julie was pledging my sorority. I'm a year older than Julie. And she was pledging the sorority. And because when you're a pledge, you have to do, you know, all the worst possible things. One of those things is called Greek Greek thing, where um, you basically have to put on like a play as a Greek organization, and then there's a day when all the Greek organizations go to this theater and they all perform their plays. Nobody wants to do it, which is why all the pledges have to do it. Um, <laughs> but it's, but it's interesting that you say that, Danielle, because I recently found out that Danielle begged to be the star. <laughs> I actually really, I heard, I heard that it was going to be Pocahontas, and even though I had already been hazed my freshman year and already had to do Greek thing for Mamma Mia, I, I, I then actually approached the Greek thing chairs and asked them if I could be in Pocahontas, and they were like, well, it's really for the pledges, and I was like, I know, but I want to be in it. So anyway, so I was Pocahontas, Julie was pledging, and she was forced to be part of the um, choir. Now, to, to really um, <laughs> exemplify our personalities, Danielle that year won Best Lead Singer, and I was strategically placed in the back corner so that no one could see my dancing. <laughs> um, but, that's, but that's how we met. So, <laughs> so you know, from, from there moving forward, you know, we've been pretty much inseparable. We are like sisters. Um, and because we're like sisters and they say, you know, never go, you know, never go into business with friends or family, um, we were in a sticky situation when we started to face some of those challenges. Um, of course, we had told everybody, like, no, it's different, we're different, like, it'll be fine with us. Um, but you do face challenges like that, and that has been one of the hardest things, mm -hmm. is keeping conversa conversations professional yeah. um, and, you know, separating our relationship from um, our partnership. And so we have finally gotten in the groove. What we usually do is we only communicate with one another on one platform when we are talking about foreplay, and then we communicate with one another like on our regular phones and on iMessage when we are being friends. <laughs> and <laughs> sometimes, sometimes we'll actually have a call on foreplay, and we'll hang up, and then like Julie will call me on the real phone, and she'll be like, "Hi." How are, how are you? <laughs> so that's, that's, that's been really the greatest challenge, I think. I like that. So you have to separate the business you from just the regular laid-back casual you. You really do. I mean, you, it's, you know, I can understand why people say don't go into business with friends or family because it really is difficult. I mean, on, on Sunday we had a, we had a, a heavy conversation, a, a confronting Danielle confronted me in a business in a business way, and then I had to like leave. I had to like leave that. The tears got tears got involved. Yeah, like there's like a little crying, <laughs> and then I had to like leave that situation and be like, okay, do you need me to help you now change the light bulbs in your bathroom? Like I had to like <laughs> pretend that like I didn't have that conversation with my best friend Danielle. I had that conversation with my co-founder Danielle. So you know, you really gotta just you, you, really, you, you really gotta just kind of get some thick skin <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I was the same for you and Chris like yeah. having a venture have a big having a business venture together like 
you know, you both have kind of a goal of, like, what you want the concept to be and, like, what you want the brand to look like. But you're two individual people, so there's going to be some nuance in your vision that's different from one another. So do do you guys experience that, too? We do, actually. Um, There's certain things where you know, we don't come to an agreement about. Um, A lot of it has flowed, which I'm glad, uh, with the podcast and the notion of it. Like, he was real supportive of it. Um, The idea behind it was because uh, of my background, really. But there are some parts where I'm like, no, you know, I don't think I want to do this. I'd rather do something like this, you know? And it's coming across those differences and um, basically compromising on our end as well. Like, okay, you know what? Maybe when I thought about this, you know, sometimes it takes me a little while because I'm like a stubborn individual. Once I set my mind to something, I kind of want it to be that way. And so for me, it's like, you know what, let me pull back. That was an actual cool idea. You know, let's try to see how that would work. Um, So I feel as well, our personalities, um, I'm a, a lot more like, like the way I told you, just set. Once I have my mindset set on something, I usually like to stick to that and see that. And sometimes, you know, it doesn't always play out that way. And usually he's like the calming force. He's like, well, you know, let's not like, let's not get down about it. Let's find another way to do this. And um, it kind of plays off of my personality where I'm just kind of like driven to make it happen a certain way that I envisioned and he's usually more of like the let's take it as it comes and let's go let's go this way you know and and bringing up alternatives with whatever vision we have for hush yeah I think that's that's important because I do feel like to go into business what makes someone a good business a good leader and also to be a leader of a successful business is the ability to like check your ego at the door and be open to other people's ideas and be open to criticism. In the beginning, it's something that we really struggled with um, between Danielle, myself, and having my brother on board helping us develop the business. Um, you know, we didn't all always agree, and people's like egos would get hurt, and people felt like you know butthurt, like you don't like my idea or whatever, but. The truth is, is that the best products that we've created, like our website, our app, our, the features on our app, have been taking a little bit from everyone and not using one person's like solo idea. Because it's good to have people that the the strongest part of the dynamic between me and Danielle is that we are so different. Because she challenges me in so many ways and vice versa. And if we both thought the same way and saw things the same way, I don't think our product would be as good as it is. Yeah, our our um, our director of outreach, she likes to call foreplay our brainchild. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I wanted to focus a little bit more on the positives, though. What successes have you encountered since launching? Um, we are feeling super happy about something that happened recently. Um, you know, we recently had um, some earned press that was very exciting for us. Um, we had no like sponsorship or anything and Elite Daily actually um, made an article, published an article about the top dating apps to try in 2020 and we were listed first and so Congratulations, that that's awesome yeah. Elite Daily is obviously a huge publication and you know having not um, you know like paid for any sort of thing like we were shocked and really excited 
um, you know, we feel like people are finally starting to see the value in foreplay because we know the value. And so other people validating that feels really good. Um, and, you know, other, other um, earned press has also made us um, feel super motivated to continue moving forward. Um, the other thing I think that's really big for us is that we've acquired so many users organically. And um, that's probably because um, we are very involved on social media. Um, and I think that we do a good job, like, networking. Um, but it's, it's great. Like, I, I, we haven't done a lot of formal advertising. And somehow, like, we've gotten a few thousand users, which is really, really huge and so encouraging. It means that when we do actually start paying for advertisements and when we do budget towards that, that we will grow exponentially. Yeah, it's like you're already building the base. Um, I kind of have an idea of how that works. Like when you're basically you're not even buying for the advertising. You know how Facebook or Instagram have yeah. those type of things. And, and I think that's awesome that it's already growing without you needing to put that extra money in yet, you know, or at some point ever, really. that That's really cool. Right. Um, right. Yeah, we're really excited about that. I was going to ask you, too, how many users do you currently have? So we haven't checked this morning. Um, last, you know, we have, I think, over 3,000 users at this point. We have a few thousand users. Um, we haven't checked today. But, again, I mean, these are people that have come across us and naturally and organically downloaded the app and have joined and invited teammates, um, which is exciting. What's more exciting for us is that we have, like, ongoing matches on a daily basis. Like, we get more excited about the matches than we do about the users. And about the teams being made. Like, we get, yeah. we get so pumped when we see another team made um, and another match made, especially when the matches are in similar locations. Like, we love to see, like, New York getting a ton of matches and L.A. getting a ton of matches. Like, these pockets getting matches because then we know that density is building in those areas. Speaking of areas, um, which area seems to have the most matches right now? Um, I would say that New York and L.A. New York, L.A., and London, which is a, a nice surprise, an unintentional um, surprise, um, have the most matches. And lately we've been seeing international matching, which is so cool. Um, I think it goes to show that people are just down to talk to other single people. Like, they don't yeah. even necessarily, like, want to go out and meet on the date but they want to socialize still they want to talk to other single people which is really cool yeah and especially in 2020 with you know covid and and everything that's going on video chatting and and zooming and all of that has become more popular and more of the norm and what's really awesome about foreplay is that because it's two of you on a team you may or you may not live in the same area as your teammate um so for example I was in New Jersey and Danielle was in New York when we first built foreplay. And I was happy to come to New York to go on dates, but I also wanted Danielle to come to New Jersey to go on dates. So we decided to make it so that you can have two different area locations for your team preference as to where you want to match. Or like, you know, if Danielle and I are a team in New York and we're going to Miami for spring break and we want to meet people in Miami, but we also want to keep our matches from New York, we can add Miami for the week without having to take ourselves out of New York. So what's cool is that people in London are matching in London, and then they're also choosing New York as their location and match with people in New York and are having video chat, video dates, which is really awesome because especially in 2020, people are lonely and people just want human contact and 
it's really cool that we're able to bring four people together who may not even live in the same country. That is very awesome. Um, it sounds like so far it's even tr- uh, transcended what you initially um, had hoped for. I mean, this is now international and you have yeah. um, your mention in that article. I think that it's only going upward from here, you know, as long as the way you said you build off of each other and just keep uh, improving what needs to be improved, whatever you feel. I, I think that's an awesome start. Speaking of, Thank you um, so much. You're Thank welcome. You. I wanted to get into what visions do you have for foreplay? So we have um, short-term visions and long-term visions. Um, I think short-term, something that's important to us is integrating video chat into the app. So we know that people have Zoomed, and that's great if people are, you know, going on a different platform to meet their foreplay dates. But it would be it would be even easier for our users. Um, if it could be in the app itself and, and it's safer because and safer. they don't have to necessarily share their personal phone number or the Zoom right. link that. right um, and you know we couldn't call ourselves healthcare providers if we weren't trying to promote social distancing that's really important to us um, especially because we're both actively still seeing COVID so um, we really do want to see people talking online more talking on video more and meeting in person less if it's not safe um, and so short term, we're hoping to integrate video functionality into the app. Um, Long term, what's really important to us is that we expand to more than just a mobile app and more um, of a company that promotes singles getting together and enjoying singlehood and you know doing things like events where single people can meet other single people and single people as friends can meet other single friends. Yeah, I think, I mean, we, we our, our app is called Foreplay, but our company is Foreplay Social. So we're all about, like, creating an environment for people to be social in because technology has really robbed us of, you know, ways of meeting people in person that, that feels more organic and real and isn't just two strangers in a, on a romantic one-on-one date, which is, like, just super awkward in and of itself. So we have a bigger vision for Foreplay Social to be a social club where you can be in a relationship and go to an event and meet other other couples. You could be single and go with your single friends. You can be, um, you know, someone who's older, who's divorced or widowed um, and scared to get back out there into the dating world. So we have a, we have a lot of high hopes for the, the future of Foreplay. I wish you the best for your business endeavors. I do want to scale it back a little bit and before foreplay was created i wanted to know what dating challenges did you face oh we faced so like do many. you have any like um, bad date stories that you wouldn't mind <laughs> oh yeah honey how much time do you have <laughs> um we got we have a ton of horrible date stories um i think you know for, for julie and i like we both we both love to talk, if you couldn't tell. <laughs> so, so you know, we don't typically deal with stuff like awkward silence the way that many people say they do. Um, but we, oh, sorry about that. Um, so we don't typically deal with stuff like awkward silence, but we definitely have experienced just like lack of chemistry. Um, you know, creepy, like creepy people, lack of chemistry, the person that doesn't look like what they said they looked like. For me personally, something that I've come across far too many times is guys who have lost their hair but aren't showing it on their dating profile. 
so vain and I was like and I was like what is happening here and then we like walked out of the restaurant and he like walked out the door and it just slammed in my face and I was like oh chivalry is definitely dead <laughs> um so that like I just just feeling constantly underwhelmed and disappointed by the first date and wishing that I hadn't sacrificed tonight with my friends definitely was was a challenge also like the safety aspect of always feeling like really weird going to meet guys in the suburbs because I was always driving to my dates, so I could never, like, have more than a drink. I had to, like, really make sure that I was able to safely get home. So I was never in a situation where it was, like, I could just fully let go and relax. I always, like, had to be mindful of, you know, getting home at the end of the date and feel, making sure that, like, I wasn't putting myself in a compromising situation with a stranger when there weren't a lot of other people around. I totally agree with that. That's how I was, 19-year-old me. Like, okay, I'm not going to get in your car, weirdo. <laughs> Um, I'm not sure if there's a way that um, your users can submit positive feedback, but have you received positive feedback from foreplay users directly? We have. Um, There is a way, but it's not so straightforward. It would just be contacting foreplay support. But what we are, what we do want to do is actually integrate it into the app. Like when you're on an app and it says like, are you enjoying this app? We want people to be able to do that on the spot. But now we do have people write in and say that they're really excited about the app, but that they're not seeing other people in their area. And this typically happens to us with users who are in like the middle of the country because we've focused so heavily on the coast. Um, so that's kind of where we get the positive feedback is when we have people write in being like, I love this idea. I can't find anyone to go out with. Um, so that's where we see a lot of the positive feedback, even though it's, you know. Which is, which is awesome to see because we even had someone write to us being like, I love this, there aren't going to be people to match with. And then we we're like, oh, like, you know, we haven't got, we, whatever city they were in, we were like, we haven't gotten there yet, but we will. And their response was like, 
Okay, like you really should come here because it's a, yeah. it's a really great city to have people hang out. One girl even wrote us and told us an idea for how to make it bigger in her city. And she was like, so sorry if I'm like interjecting. I just have this like really great idea for you guys because I think it would be a hit. And we were like, wow, that is amazing that this girl is taking time to tell us how foreplay could grow in her city. Yeah. So, I mean, our users are giving us great feedback. They, they really do enjoy it. And... I mean, if people's biggest complaint right now is that there isn't, there aren't enough people for them to match with, and they want more of that. I mean, that's just feels good. <laughs> yeah, the proof is in the in the pudding. Like, it's gonna it's gonna be a really fun and great app for people once we can really grow our user base. I love that. Does that give you like a sense of of achievement in a way, or just like a sense of fulfillment? Like, wow, this is really impacting people this way. Yeah. It, it does, but more than that, it like really motivates us to work harder because we're like, this needs to take off, like this needs to be successful because people want it and we want to give it to them. That's very awesome. Um, you touched a little bit about promotion earlier. How would you like me to get the word out for you? Oh, thank you for asking. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, we would love for um, people to go to our Instagram. Um, we love to like have new follows, especially because we do a lot of like we, we do a lot of videos. Like it's not just static content. Like we also you know post stuff like us interviewing people. We try to make it lighthearted. We try to make it funny, and we think our followers enjoy the content. Um, our handle is at Foreplay Social. F O U R. F O U R. P-L-A-Y social on Instagram. That's really our biggest platform. Um, and then also, like, anybody listening who uses, um, do you want to, I mean, we can make a promo code. Um, like, do, do you have anything in mind? Like, it could just be hush. hush. It could just be hush podcast. You want to do that? That so is if, if we do, we do like a promo code hush podcast, then, um, or no hush, or hush. Yeah, we can see who signs up, like, who's listening, and, um, that would be awesome. That's very awesome. And what I can do on my end is I could go ahead and put that through our social media pages. I can also list that on our website directly. That that's very cool. I didn't I didn't know that you I wasn't even going that direction, but that would be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did want to go ahead and end on the note. What is the lasting impression that you want foreplay to make? We just want we just want people to enjoy being single. We want people to not feel like being single sucks and you're alone and you're jealous of all your friends and relationships. We just want people to be happy, meet other people, socialize, whether it's to find love or not, to just enjoy doing things with other people and to not feel so alone. I love that. I think right now with 2020 being the way it is that sense of loneliness has kind of kicked in for a lot of us so i feel like this app would definitely target that and then bring together the opportunity of meeting somebody i i think that's awesome yep that's the ultimate goal yep i do want to thank you for spending time to chat with me this morning i really appreciate that Um, yeah thank you for having us was there any final thing, uh, thoughts or things that you would like to add? No, I think I think you helped us cover all the bases. We are so happy that you um, invited us to chat. We had so much fun answering your questions. Thank you.
Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in to the Hush Podcast. Make sure to find us on Podbean, Red Dragons Radio, Google Play Music, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, thehushpodcast.com, our Facebook, our Instagram, and our Twitter page.